1: Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go in a loaded Friday. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. These NBA playoffs are absolutely riveting. Even the series like Philadelphia and Brooklyn, which we think is lopsided, was an absolutely great basketball game in a crazy environment. Uh, Warriors stave off, essentially, elimination. And the Clippers have a major problem on their hands and somebody's got to solve it, probably called the owner. J-Mac, that was fun. I sat around last night, got on the treadmill
2: for an hour, watched some hoops. I just had so much fun watching that stuff last night. Great night of NBA, and then this morning, a bunch of uh, NFL news popping. Busy, busy showdown. Yeah, (laughs) our busiest
1: day of the week on a Friday. So let's start with this. Listen, if you look at the Warriors in in the Kings, it was not the officials because both teams shot 23 free throws. I'm sorry, Kings fans. It wasn't the Zebras. Neither team was great from three-point land. Rebounds were even. Total turnovers. Fast break points. Points in the paint. Fouls. Um, Yeah. It was Steph. That game was Steph. It was a classic Steph Curry moment. No Draymond Green. No Gary Payton. Two best defenders gone. You're going to have to rebound better And Steph's going to have to take over. And he, with some help from Andrew Wiggins, a little bit of a collective with the Kamingas and the role players and the Moody and the Jordan Poole. I don't know what it is exactly, but role players tend to disappear on the road and um, do very well at home. Maybe they're overwhelmed by the loud crowd when they're 21, 22 years old. But Steph Curry, when he is rolling at the Chase Center, it is different than any star in my life other than Michael Jordan in Chicago. When Michael Jordan and Steph Curry are doing their thing at home, acrobatic, every is a highlight, it energizes the crowd. It's not basketball or it's 50% basketball. It's Cirque du Soleil. It's trapeze. And, and I'll say this, that is not to say that Kareem wasn't great, but Kareem hitting another stoic skyhook or Malone and Stockton with another pretty pick and roll. KD with a mid-range jumper. Larry Bird with a tough, gritty 27. No, it's not any of those. It's not even the great Kobe Bryant getting the ball mostly in one or two spots for his fall away. No, that's not what it is. Michael Jordan and Steph Curry, it's different. It is highlight real stuff. It is spectacular. Steph Curry makes layups look unique. The floaters to 28 footers. Things are off balance. The Globetrotter-esque ball handling. And that crowd in Chicago and that crowd in the Chase Center reacts differently. 14 years watching it, I'm still in awe of it. There is nothing in my life watching basketball that feels like this. I don't care if it was the Boston Garden and Bill Russell blocking another shot or Kareem with another sky hook. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Uh, Larry Bird with another gritty 27 and a couple clever passes. Every Steph basket feels spectacular. Everyone's a YouTube highlight. And their backs were up against the wall. You can't blame the refs. They both shot the same number of free throws. You can't blame anybody else. De'Aaron Fox was good. Sabonis was what he always was. This was Steph saying, I'm going to be the best player on the floor in a collection of A bunch of really good elite basketball players on the planet he took it over for some reason there's still a begrudging respect by many for Steph but that was a Jordan-esque spectacle last night and here was Steph after
2: just understanding what the the moment is again of how bad of a decision I think the league made on suspending him first and foremost and you're frustrated with that but You also have to understand we have, I know Bob said it up here yesterday, we have a job to do and there's nothing we could do about it. We obviously understand the consequences of if we lost tonight and nobody wanted to feel that. Pretty bluntly, if we lost this game, it's pretty much over. So you got to understand the moment. And we gave ourselves life.
1: Listen, uh, Looney doesn't give you many points. Uh, Draymond was out. So was Peyton. Clay Thompson had a bad night. It was Steph, some Wiggins, and guys playing way over their head defensively. I didn't know if they could beat Sacramento without their two best defensive players. Sacramento led the NBA in scoring. But uh, the effort and the hustle, Steve Kerr said it during the game, this was Steph and an attitude. And uh, it is interesting. They are so bad on the road and so dominant at home, there's nothing quite like it in the NBA. So um, one of the things I've discovered, it's so easy to be an NBA official from your couch or on Twitter. Everybody, I swear to you, is just, just the best. It's so easy on your couch to officiate. So Philadelphia beat Brooklyn narrowly in a fantastic game. I'll talk more about the game later, but there was a lot of controversy about the officiating, and I agreed with the two big calls. First of all, Embiid got just a flagrant one. I agreed here for kicking Nick Claxton. But Claxton was straddling Embiid. He got in his space. It's an often used junk move in the NBA where you get over a man and try to debase him. You have a right. To give yourself and protect your space. If you get in my personal space, I have a right to create it. At a restaurant, in a mall, in a parking lot. You get in my space, I have a right to create my own space. That's all he was doing. He was being straddled. It's a move you had Pippen and the Knicks. It's had it for years You are beneath me. I'm straddling you. Look at Claxton. Two steps forward to make sure he can make eye contact and get over the midsection of Joel Embiid. So Embiid is going to get a flagrant one for kicking, but the referees, in my opinion, rightly gave him a break. No flagrant two, because you do have a right to some degree to create space. Then there was James Harden who got thrown out. People lost their you-know-what on this. James Harden wasn't creating space. He was being guarded. Nobody was straddling him. James Harden punched a guy in the groin. That's not an invasive relationship. That's a player guarding another player. Claxton hovered, tried to intimidate, straddled. Watch Nick Claxton, who could have moved over Embiid's feet, takes two steps forward to get right over his midsection to stare down at him. This is just guarding somebody. You see this at the YMCA. That's guarding somebody. Guarding somebody tight, forcing Harden, who likes his space. Harden can't do that. That got a flagrant, too. He gets ejected. I agree with that. I know it's so much easier on Twitter and on your couch to be a great official, but I'll just put it, this the simplest way to put it, invading space— gives you the freedom to create some space. Now, the kick gets a flagrant. The NBA is not saying, hey, you can just freewheel and kick any time. But they're going to give you a little bit of a breathing room on creating space on a junk move by Claxton. That's different. Guarding somebody is not invasive. Even if you're right up against them, you are guarding them. They're not on the floor. It's live action. So if you watch that video again from Nick Claxton, when Embiid's on the floor, he makes an aggressive move. Now watch it closely. He doesn't just move past him. He takes steps. Now watch it again. From the the floor camera, he makes an aggressive step to straddle him right there. Extra big step to straddle him and make a point. You can say, well, it's kind of either. No, 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 it's not. That is a junk move that guys do in basketball. Go back to Knicks Bulls years ago. It's just like Draymond. People are comparing this to Draymond. The NBA told you in its press release that Draymond Green's suspension was due in large part to his resume. The league told you that. It's called reading their words the NBA put it in their release that his history and resume, MB doesn't have this resume. He doesn't have this resume. So I, I know it's so easy, but in this case, I agree with both. If you walked up to me and get in my face and, and you make it totally uncomfortable for me, I don't have a right to clear it. I don't have to create. You say, what about Harden? No, Harden's different. That's basketball. I'm guarding you close. But when I'm on the floor and you take a step and straddle me to look down on me, you know and I know he could have walked around him. He could have stepped back. He chose to walk forward. It wasn't momentum. That was a step Nick Claxton chose to take. So there you go. By the way, Embiid, it was a physical game. It was a great game. It, it, it. I'm telling you, some of these old-school basketball games with pushing and shoving, y'all complain you don't like the regular season. Well, because they don't play hard. Th- now, when the playoffs come around, this is what basketball looked like mostly in the 80s and 90s, although back then you could use hand checks and forearms. But this is what playoff basketball looks like. Here's Joel Embiid.
3: The whole
0: game, uh, you could see, Uh, what they were doing, you know, just trying to get a rise out of me. Um, You know, I'm too valuable, um, you know, especially after the first one. I just understood I'm too valuable to get into, you know, this type. You could see, you know, what the game plan was, got to hit them, got to, you know, uh, make me frustrated uh, so I could get ejected. Um, So I'm too mature uh, to myself in a position where i'm gonna get ejected so i'm just got you know i just want to want uh, i just want to buy my business and we got the win
1: stop comparing it to draymond green don't just read headlines read the story i know that's hard the nba's press release stated clearly draymond's past history played a significant part draymond also on the road, got up to incite the crowd. That is a no-no in the NBA. The malice in the palace is still deeply embedded in the DNA of the front offices and the executive offices in New York. You, as a road player, start inciting the crowd. It is a complete non-starter. They're going to throw you out. There will be punitive action taken. So this is not a Draymond Green situation. Who I love, who I know, who I employ, you can't do that anymore. You can't incite a road crowd. It's the old fire in the theater. You can't yell fire in a theater. You can't incite a road crowd. They're not going to allow that stuff. And I totally agree with the officials and totally agree with the NBA on that. All of them. I don't have a problem. I think officiating is hard. As I've stated many times, I was a college basketball intramural official for $8 a game, and I busted my hump because I was a kid from a divorce and had no money, and I took it seriously. It's hard. Very hard. You got guys like J-Mac out there jacking up threes, playing no defense, and trying to trying to throw you off your game as an official. You have to be strong. Be sure to catch live editions of
0: The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio,
3: FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tecovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit tecovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D.
0: 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: So, yesterday the news came down a couple hours after our show. Jay Mack and I on the Thursday heard, today, of course, Friday, that Kawhi Leonard would not be available for Game 3, a series. Essentially, being over. Uh, Clippers played really hard last night, but it is time now to move off uh, Kawhi Leonard if you're the Clippers. Uh, I've been told for two years, year and a half, that he doesn't communicate terribly well with coaches. Uh, Yesterday, they needed a real answer. There was mystery around it. It's not related to the torn ACL. Uh, You get zero leadership, Uh, he's not a dependable employee. Uh, It was annoying early in his career, but there was a sense was the load management in the regular season gave you the payoff in the playoffs. But if the kid keeps saying, I don't need to study, I'll ace my final, and then doesn't ace his final, what are you left with? The Clippers thought they were getting a star. What they're getting is J.D. Salinger. He's in hiding. He's great whenever you rarely see him. I mean, the truth is right now, you just don't get him enough. And when in Toronto, where remember the championship year in Toronto that he came in, the culture was already built, and he joined the culture. I went back and looked at how many games they played, 126 games. He played 84 of those, which was 66%. That's a lot for Kawhi. And you got a title. But even then, it's never felt the same since then. Even then, it was 66%. And once again, it's mystery. He was hurt in game one, but played 32 minutes in game two, and now he can't play in game three. Is it connected to that injury? What is it? It's constant mystery. And the Clippers have a semi-new owner. They're building a new arena. They've got a great coach and a great bench, great depth, great executive, a great number two guy in Paul George. This is the rare instance where the star is letting down the franchise. It's time to move on. Do you want to be taken seriously? If you're trying to seize market share from the Lakers, this is another embarrassing episode where you've got the much richer owner. Steve Ballmer as an owner is richer than almost every other owner combined in this sport. You've got a, you've got a really good front office. You've got, uh, I mean, you play hard. You've got a great veteran title-winning coach. You've got all of it and the Lakers are going to move past Memphis and you're going to slink away into the offseason Once again, with a big nothing burger, it is time to move off Kawhi. The Clippers have a great two, a great coach, great executives, remarkable owner, building a new arena and a star in hiding. Here's Tyloo after.
0: It's very deflating, you know, and, um, You know, I think more so for Kawhi because, you know, you have a a guy who's coming off ACL and hasn't missed a rehab session, eats right, eats clean, does everything he can for his body, works extremely hard um, to get to this point, and then, you know, you have something like this happen.
1: For the record, tip of the cap to Norman Powell and Russell Westbrook, Bones Highland for Scrapping together a remarkable effort without Kawhi and Paul George. This thing was down to three points with a minute 45 left. Tremendous pride and effort from all those guys. Yes, including Russell Westbrook. They played their butts off. It was the star once again who let him
2: down. Jay mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I assume we'll take apart the Suns' mm. performance later in the show, huh? They have no bench. They just don't look like good. Like none. Oh, by the way, they're going to uh, Altitude in Denver next series after Chris Paul and KD play like 40 minutes a night in this one. All right, Colin, listen. NFL is popping this morning, and one of the big stories. Now, we alluded to this yesterday. We saw this coming you know, we, we know some stuff around the league. C.J. Stroud has been one of the top draft prospects throughout the process. All of a sudden, his stock appears to be falling. One thing that has not helped his case is the S2 cognitive test score. Now, this is the we, one Bryce Young. Bryce Young, East. East, Will Levis scored in the, above the 90th percentile. So, according to Bob McGinn, now he's done this for years, decades. He's been all over the uh, Wonderlick and everything. According to Bob McGinn, C.J. Stroud Stroud scored in the 18th percentile. That is, We said it earlier this week. Let's not pander. Just give me the numbers and let the
1: numbers dictate what teams do. If this is the real number, yes. I I think I talked about this weeks, months ago. I believe of the three or four things you have to be able to do, one of them, and this is where I think Mahomes is the best I've ever seen, and Bryce Young – I've I've compared Bryce Young to Mahomes, their ability to cognitively dissect a play and immediately read the defense and get rid of the ball. Mahomes is the best I've ever seen at it. Um, It's a big factor. So what the S2 test is, are you quick? It's not a wonder lick. Are you quick? Do you read stuff quickly? If this is the real number, it has to be a concern. It's not everything Nothing is everything. Everything is
2: something. And for a quarterback, this would be a bit of a red flag to me. I would say so, yes. Yes. Um, Again, you don't want to crush the guy for this. He he had a good career. We know what he can do on the field. But... If we're going to say Bryce Young scored tops and Will Levis and Brock Purdy aced it last year. And you have like, to be honest this about the information. means a little something. Yes. Right? So I had reached out to the guy who runs this test and we've been emailing back and forth. And he's getting inundated. There's a million people wanting to know about this S2. This has really popped in the last month. Um, Colin, I'm, I've got my draft predictions later in the show, final yeah. hour. I don't have Stroud in the top four. I know uh, yesterday um, Joel Klatt came on. He likes Stroud too does this what does this do for you well i think he is a i do think he's a
1: first round prospect in what is a fairly weak draft outside of tight end and edge rusher and because of the importance of the position i've said before if if tennessee took him at 11 i would be fine i'm not i don't think i would move up for him but i don't forget the s2 test i've never seen the juice with him I think in the Ohio State Ryan Day offense it's a lot of um, decisions that are made for you and you're throwing to NFL first-round receivers that worries me I mean all these Alabama quarterbacks which one's been a superstar hurts left right why because they never get hit they throw to five-star receivers they have five-star running backs so I'm a little worried that I don't see a lot of they're there with CJ. He's accurate. A lot of guys. Kirk Cousins is accurate. You got to give me more than accurate if I'm going to give up picks and players to move up in a draft. So I think he's a first-round quarterback, but I think he's much more in the Mac Jones 10, 11, 12, 13 place where it's like there are some clear things. So forget the S2 test. I just don't think he is a star in the NFL. I think he could play. Maybe he can start and, and and you know, with the right coach, system, and protection. Right fit. He could be a star, right? Yeah, yeah. Bryce Young, I feel differently. By the way, now you know why Carolina moved up in the draft. Carolina wanted, this is what Frank Reich and those have said, Carolina wanted control of it. They, and so what they're saying, Carolina's saying is, we love one guy. Now, I think it's Bryce Young. It may be somebody else. But when Carolina moved up, this is why. They wanted to ultimately, as more and more and more information came out, they wanted to control the draft. So right now, Houston's sitting there thinking, wait a minute. Now do we? Uh, if you, you know, what is Indianapolis thinking this morning?
2: What is Seattle thinking? They have no control. They have to wait for others to make picks. Uh, next story, another quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Um, we know the Jet stuff. Aaron Rodgers is texting players, hey, come, let's win a championship. Well, according to a credible report, there is a soft deadline of day two in the draft for a Rodgers trade. Um, The Jets have the 42nd and 43rd picks in the second round. And if Rodgers is not traded before the Jets make those picks, it sounds like, based on this report from Schefter, it could be a long time before he's traded. So I wonder if the Packers are saying, hey, Jets, we want one of those second round picks. We need you to make a decision. Or you ain't getting them until, I believe it's like... No, it's later. It might be June, but it could be later than that. Wow. Um, So that's bad news for the Jets. Well, maybe, but... Well he hasn't worked with any of the receivers. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah. uh, June apparently is when the, the cap number uh or the dead money adjusts. But you know, we're we're six days to day one of the draft. The Jets hold the two picks on f- next Friday. It's gonna be an exciting week ahead. I think we've both agreed the Packers getting a second rounder this year and a conditional one next year feels fair. But the Packers do not know that or it would be done. They don't want any conditions on it. They're like the NBA team who's like, uh, none of that. We want we want the pick. Uh, give us the pick swaps. We want everything. And so the Jets the, are like, no, we don't know if he's gonna be back. Yeah.
1: So the Packers are saying, give us a two and a one, guaranteed. The Jets are saying, we'll give you a two and a conditional one. And I think and I I think that's that's where
2: the holdup is. Yeah. Uh, and the final story, Colin, this news broke, what, 20 minutes before the show uh, began? The NFL has suspended five players due to violations of the league's gambling policy. Quintus Cephas and C.J. Moore from the Lions. Shaka Tony from the Commanders. Those three were suspended indefinitely for betting on NFL games. The Lions cut those two guys. Um, Cephas and Moore were released. Also, Lions receivers Jameson Williams their first-round pick from 2021, and Stanley Berryhill have been suspended six games for mobile gambling that occurred at the Lions facility. And they are warned? It's come out that Jamison Williams bet on college games, but he was doing it from the facility. Uh, They did not bet on NFL games. Um, We'll start with the big picture. You (laughs) You
3: are
1: warned a thousand times not to do this. The second thing is, get ready for really bad sports takes well well the league's got a relationship with gambling that's different than players playing a game and betting games that is a different relationship by the way there's been gambling in europe for years players can't gamble in europe teams can have a relationship fans can't nobody in an organization can i work for a minor league baseball team for years i worked for fox by the way There's a lot of things I can't do, even at Fox, because of my position, right? Even though we could have relationships, we could have the business has certain relationships, I can't go there. There's a separation. So this idea that, well, well, the owners have... If you are a player in a live game, you can't, they do not want you betting sports. Rick Neuheisel was a football coach at the University of Washington, got involved in a March madness pool a decade or 15 years ago, and they ran him oh. out. So it's like you just you can't do it. It's like rules aren't, sometimes it's not fair in life. Yeah. Parents get to do stuff and kids don't. So the companies get to do stuff and employees don't. Life's not fair. But you're warned. You're
2: warned a thousand times as a player not to do this. The second layer would be, what is the deal with Alabama receivers and gambling? Calvin Ridley, now Jameson Williams. And the third layer would be, does this change anything for you on the Lions' trajectory? Reportedly, some staff members, it's unclear who, uh, also were uh, involved in this. Oh, yeah. A lot of, not not massive drama, but, you know, Jamison Williams was came in with the ACL injury that he suffered. Now, are, did any of them bet NFL games? Uh, as far as we know cur- currently, we don't. It's apparently college games. Okay, so that, that. I don't. What do we got, Ryan? Right. Jamison Williams, cut. just college. Yeah. So Jamison Williams, just college. The yeah. other guy's NFL. Now, the Lions also are pretty deep at receiver, they have Josh Reynolds, who's pretty good. Like, I'm not gonna act like this is a death blow to their chances well, it's in the not. division. They it's can not. draft. They're or gonna not. be fine.
1: Yeah, but it's um if you're betting NFL games and like like I don't know the exact stipulations. I guess as a professional athlete, you can't bet anything. That would that would be the rule. Yeah. And it should be noted, in Europe, legalized gambling's been around a long time. So we are in the infancy of legalized gambling in America. So these are young athletes, these are young men, and I think they're that's why teams have to do, and I and I know they do, teams do their very best to again and again and again yeah. tell you, do not gamble. They, they have seminars on this stuff, right? The league does. Teams tell you.
2: Because you have to create clarity for the players because this stuff's all new in America. Yeah. Right? It, it, it seems pretty obvious, Colin. Hey, guys, at the facility, first of all, don't gamble on any NFL games. Just don't do it. And then at the facility, just don't go to those apps or the websites. Just don't right. do it. Come on. Like, be smart. Like, come on. I'm surprised, I will say this. I am
1: surprised that a facility, that this really surprises me, that the company does not block. That's a great point. I've worked at companies that block all sorts of stuff. And so if you don't want your employees going somewhere over the internet, Mm. it's very easy to block that at a company. So shame on the lions. If guys are doing it in the facility,
2: Shame on the Lions for being poorly run. Get your act together. That's a great point. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Uh, my son is, you know, goes to middle school. Okay, here And it they is. block a bunch of websites. He can't go to them. According to league policy, NFL players and personnel upstairs too,
1: coaches, everybody, can't bet on NFL games, draft, or any league-related activities under any circumstances. They also can't place any bets while at a team facility – Uh, or on any team-related travel. So you can't do it on the team plane, a team bus, you can't do it at a facility, and you can't do NFL. Now, it doesn't say here that you couldn't at home bet a college game.
2: Or an NBA playoff game. Yeah, no, no. Like
1: if Jameis uh, Williams is, is, let's say he's at home and he wants to bet an NBA playoff game. That appears to be legal. It's saying here, players' personnel can't bet on NFL games, the draft, or any league-related activities under any circumstances. Okay, that's that's pretty clear. The other one is you can't place any bets while at a team facility uh, or any team-related travel. So plane, buses, facility, you can't. But this does leave the window open for if you want to bet a hockey game and you're at home, there's nothing the league can do. And the league probably did that. They'd probably rather you not do that, but they can't monitor you at home. So, what teams are saying is, they probably tell them, you know, I'm sure the coaches say, guys, don't stay off sports gambling. But you can't stop a guy from betting an EPL match at home. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news.
3: And thanks for stopping by.
2: The
1: Lie News. Some, we had a bunch of stuff happen last night um, that uh, uh, the emergence of a bona fide star happened last night. Doesn't happen often in a playoff game, but we saw something right before our eyes. Be sure to catch live editions of The
0: Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific.
1: This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino & Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino & Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino & Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
0: podcasts. Covino & Rich, give me a hell yeah!
3: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
1: And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, they're direct-to-consumer pricing, Keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit tacovas.com, T E C O V A S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
0: cdkngco dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. We are ready to kick off the 2023 USFL season. Smith looking deep over the middle of the field. He's got a man. cut.
1: What a grab. Oh, let the hot hand go. low oh, down the do seat that. for the touchdown. Isaiah Henney decides to run it. And he's got room. Isaiah Henney takes it all the way to the house. Running it. Third and goal,
0: Cookus, open, touchdown. on the keeper,
3: diving, no, he is stopped. The
2: 2023 USFL season continues tomorrow as the Memphis Showboats take on the Birmingham Stallions at 7 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Then on Sunday, it's the Michigan Panthers versus the Philadelphia Stars, also at 7 Eastern on FS1 so philadelphia beat brooklyn last
1: night brooklyn doesn't have like a star but they've got some depth they play hard it was a nice effort for them after the suns trade and kd they got mikhail bridges they've got again you know, a reservoir of some pretty interesting players, but they don't have stars. But it's interesting because Philadelphia has maybe the star in the league, Joel Embiid. And they've been trying to find a number two running mate for years. They tried Jimmy Butler. There was friction. They tried Ben Simmons. He couldn't play. They tried an old James Harden. He's limited. And then there's Tyrese Maxey, who came in as a kid, 20 years old. First year, he averaged about seven, seven and a half. He wasn't close to ready. He was too raw. Last year, fanboys in Philly thought he was ready. No, he wasn't. He was inconsistent. Gave you about 17 a night, but he was hot and cold. This year, it appeared he was getting close at 20, 21 a game to being a bona fide two. But let's see what you do in the playoffs. Let's see what you do in the playoffs. A lot of fake stars in the NBA. A lot of guys that are great in the regular season that shrink. Last night, Tyrese Maxey did the opposite. Embiid finally has his number two. He's been in Philly nine years. He's played just seven. But it was a tangible moment. Embiid was banged up. Harden got ejected. So it was, hey, kid, your turn. Step up. It was big. A big, big moment. Again, Oh, hey! A lot of guys in this league can score 29 or 34 points in a route when there's no pressure. Last night was pressure. Embiid banged up. Harden not available. It's your game, and he was spectacular. 10 of 25 in the fourth quarter. He went on a dominating stretch, driving, uh, finishing jumpers, mid-range threes, ball handling. He's officially a two. He wasn't last year. The difference between the greats and the really goods is consistency. He was inconsistent last year. There were a lot of nights he felt like, you know, if Tobias Harris went off or Harden, he could feel like a four. This year he's felt like a two A, but we know what Harden is in the postseason, right? He doesn't get to the line. He doesn't get the whistle. He's now a glorified role player with a shoe line. Tyrese Maxey is officially a two doc rivers has talked about his work ethic how it's one of the greatest he's ever seen and he talked about it after the game
3: the game wasn't going right and a lot of guys got in got in their heads and he he's in that group um but he's a tough kid he hung in there we drew up the play for him with joel coming out to timeout, and he wanted that shot yeah he wanted that shot and that was great to see
1: that was a moment that was a real moment They've been struggling. It's Jimmy Butler. There's friction. Simmons, a lot of friction. Harden's declining quickly. You just keep waiting. And I've said this before. It's very, very hard to find your Luca's, your Embiids, your LeBrons. Like, it's really, really hard. But I think it's equally hard to find a two that complements a one. Because a two in the NBA means he was the best player in his high school, on his AAU team, in his state maybe in a region, and then you're asking him, yeah, the big, the big fellow's going to take the big shot. You're going to have to step back. He's never been told that in his life. Tyrese Maxey never told that in his life. You don't get the big shots. And so to find the compliment to a star, a Tony Parker to Duncan, a Pippen, a McHale, a Stockton, you not only need a great player, that's the best player in Gonzaga's history, John Stockton, yeah, you're going to be a two. You're going to be the setup guy. It's a hard ask because to get to the NBA, you have to be so globally gifted to be a basketball player and to be a star at the NBA, even a number two star, an Anthony Davis, a Paul George, you're probably the best player ever from your program unless you went to a Kentucky or a Kansas or maybe a Syracuse, right? So I, I think they've been trying for years to find the two. So they've got... They've got what they believe is the coach, the GM, the right owner, the star and the number two. and last night to me felt like oh oh okay it's official. you could talk about it. it wasn't last year he'd have good nights bad nights now he's up to 2021 20, a game that's a real NBA. last night felt like
2: everybody hey we need you on the road to go take the game over. that was impressive. Right, but it's one thing against Brooklyn. We'll see what happens in the next round against Boston. Well, there are stages. With we, we, ha- which has elite players. Stages, you say. Joel Embiid late in his – starting to get late in his career. Later, not not, not like – He's it, he's toward the very end of his prime. End of his prime. James Harden, there's rumors we'll talk about later, him leaving in the offseason. What if Portland calls up Philadelphia? Says, we like we like to re- Tyrese Max. No. No. Do you want Damian No, Lillard? no,
1: no, 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 It's done. No. Really?
2: No, no, no. You do not give up a two going into
1: their prime. I love Dame. Dame's smaller. Dame is older. Dame's had injuries. I love Dame. Hmm. To, no, 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 no. I love Dame. Dame is a one at the end of his career. I got a three years left, end of his career. This kid's going to be, by the way, Maxi could be a one in a horrible team. He's going to be a two on a very good team. You're not giving that up. If you want to give up Tobias, if you want to move other pieces, but you know how hard it is to find a Tony Parker, a Pippen, and McHale. There
2: are, there are franchises that Dallas really never found one for dirt. I want to see if you'll change your tune if Boston spanks Philly, say, 4-1. to well, one, well. And, Matt, listen, there's a good chance Maxie's going to struggle against Marcus Smart. No, he will. Derek White. No, no, no. Malcolm Brogdon. He will. I don't think Dame is struggling against those guys. Dame can be— Would Dame he, be available? Well— at the or end of the season, maybe Dave makes himself available because well, we're not on a contender. They're, I'm, I'm not saying
1: Maxi as an emerging two can go toe to toe with the best team, arguably yeah. in the East. And by the way, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Jalen Brown, these are elite, elite defenders. His numbers will come down, but I'm saying is he's a two. Just because you're a two, Clay Thompson's a two, doesn't mean against the best defenders in the league you would dominate. Well, technically Maxie's a three with Harden as well. There's... He's but Harden. It's over. Like last night was the moment. It's over. Well, Maxie's yeah. your two. You're not. You, you can't lean on. Harden. You know what Harden is, as Charles Barkley said. You you can't brag about your number two
2: getting a lot of assists.
1: Your two's got to score.
2: Hey, John, you just mentioned John Stockton is a number two in Utah. He got a billion assists. I yeah. mean, I like Maxie a lot. He was incredible last night. I just wonder what the ceiling is. Like, what can this team get by Boston? Because that's all anybody cares about. Well, I, I don't care that you're whooping up on Brooklyn, which only is in the playoffs because KD got them in position. Boston the first three months is better. He
1: they're culturally, they're they Boston is better than Philadelphia. So how does Philly get by Boston? They next have to level year, up next year, off season. Daryl Morey's got to move the Harden piece. He's got to move some pieces, but you're not moving off Embiid and Maxi. My whole point is you found your two last night and it's not because he scored 33 in a blowout. It's because everybody's banged up. You're on the road. Dominate the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's what a two does. Clay Thompson on bad Steph nights in the playoffs. Remember the Oklahoma city game. We need you to take the game. Now they can't do it as often, Yeah, but a great two. Tony Parker took a lot of games over. Duncan didn't play. Duncan's hurt. Duncan is in foul trouble. Parker took the game over. can't do it as often as Duncan, but you can do it. Jamal Murray or Tyrese Maxey?
2: <laughs> Tyrese Maxey. Oh, stop it! No, that is blasphemous. What? It's close. That is not close. Oh, come on, that's not even close. Jamal Murray. I hope he's watching out there. Jamal Murray. Come on. It's a Jamal Murray is closer to Devin Booker than Tyrese Maxey is. Who said I would take Jamal Murray? Who,
1: who said I would take uh, Booker over Maxey?
2: <laughs> All right. Now so, I'm just being yeah. obnoxious
1: listen, Overreaction to a game no, three no, performance No, I would take Booker over Maxi. <laughs> yeah. I would, but I'm just saying is It's almost like you get to join the club If the NBA was two clubs It was stars and co-stars And then everybody else Maxi last night joined the club Now he'd been knocking on the club door for years Hey man, and they're like No, no, your ID, it's a fake ID Oh, It's a little bit of a far-ish. fake ID Well, I scored 33 the other night yeah, that was a game. It was a blowout. Last night was a the ID's like, oh, that's a valid ID, not a yeah. fake college ID. Yeah. Come on into the club. You are now in the star or co-star part of the NBA. Steph and Draymond, they get into the club. Yeah, Kuminga's knocking. Clay just
2: got kicked out. <laughs> Kuminga, how about Kuminga dunked last night? But by the way, Tyrese Maxey, where did he go to college, Colin? Kentucky. Yes, sir. Another Kentucky player showing out in the playoffs. Well, they were all five-star high school. Unbelievable. And Calipari could not win. I mean, we just got to – come on. No, Kentucky guys have had a nice run. It's it's almost like he was holding them back at Kentucky. Like Tyrese Maxey wasn't a superstar. I, I
1: said, I've always said Iowa football, they're trying to get in the club, but they keep showing a fake ID, oh, oh, and everybody's like, oh. no, Ohio
2: State, Michigan, and Penn State are in here. That's a fake ID. So is Tyrese Maxi getting in the VVIP? You know, the Curry no, 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 BNB? St- no, there's do levels. Clubs. There's levels in the VIP.
1: He got into the club and they closed the door and nobody else for the Sixers got in. Harden just got removed because of you know their safety safety considerations. You got to take somebody out of the club Harden. to bring them in. They Harden's just- never been kicked out of a club in his life. Stop <laughs> it. Ever. Come on. Does Different club. <laughs> All right, we're rolling on a Friday. Hour two is coming up next.
3: With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpresscom Amex.
1: Hey guys, back at the playground
2: again, huh?
3: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country.